1: Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian.
3: Covering the live betting angles for every game, this is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on v the sports betting network.
4: Welcome back. This is hour number three of VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, final hour. Coming to you from the VEASAN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Femi Benfe alongside Wes Reynolds taking in the uh, closing moments of Thursday Night Football. Bills, Patriots. Right now, New England has it first and goal at the eight-yard line. uh, Trying to make this a little bit... Yeah. More respectable as they trail by A little by bit 17. more uh,
5: aesthetically or cosmetically uh, pleasing yes. here. Uh, Got
4: to add to that point differential. Yep,
5: <laughs> and uh, that is incomplete. So now uh, second goal, 250 left to go. Obviously, if they get a touchdown here before the two-minute warning, it does get very interesting. It does. Because if you can convert the onside kick, look at that. 14 play, 70 yards, about a little bit less than five minutes. So... Yeah, I mean it does get interesting. God, maybe, maybe we can hit them all if it lands uh, 24-21. That'd be nice. <laughs>
4: it would be very nice.
5: God, man, we we, we could Squeeze we could go right for it, but but basket the hardwood one wasn't as kind to me tonight as the uh, last two nights, clearly. But uh, be nice to uh, get it. You know, we're we're heading maybe toward a three and one on this game uh, with that second half ad that we made. So uh, I will go ahead and take that every single time, Miss Jai. Yeah, Mac Jones uh, ran right into A.J. Epinesa, and then uh, Boogie Basham uh, cleans up on the back end. So now it's third and goal from, God, like the Like like the 25? Yeah. Third in California, as uh, Jesse Palmer would say. So, yeah, yeah, that's just a young guy not having vision. Uh, Epinesa, of course, beats his man Brown on the left side. Oh, yeah. Yeah, not much. Uh, Yeah, this –
4: Oh, He, he was, was going for that football. Yeah, almost he got was.
5: It. So, uh, third and goal from the uh 21 yard line is uh obviously yeah. down 17. No, no choice. Anything here. in the
4: playbook for this play is Mac Jones is going to get sacked again, maybe. Oh, he gets <laughs> oh, out of it actually. Goodness. Just get rid of the football, Mac. Good god. What yeah, is-
5: 71. Boy, <laughs> he ain't making my uh, Did you see that? Did you see that?
4: Oh, Mac. Oh, oh almost throws my the interception. Lord.
5: <laughs> se- se- 71 is is ready for his uh game snack
4: yeah man he's done with this uh mac jones running around in he, the backfield he, he, trying to he's avoid he's, won, he's
5: worn out man 71 oh,
4: jeez gosh yeah it's, it's a tough ending for the new england patriots here as we approach the two minute warning uh it'll be fourth and goal from the 21 yard line so We'll see if Belichick opts to kick the field goal or, or, or go for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah.
5: What do you What do you got? Uh, fourth and uh, and uh, twenty one or twenty two, essentially yeah. here. Dial it
4: up in the playbook. The funny thing is going to be if they go for this and then they always went ahead and punted N- on that fourth and seven. I know, and then it's like, okay, f- gosh, we could be down seven or, or
5: down three right mm-hmm. now. Well,
4: uh, it just wasn't the Patriots night. And, no, man,
5: no, that? no, it wasn't. This was uh, doomed to fail from the start.
4: But we were talking about, though, the AFC playoff picture and what this game will mean to that. New England falling to 6-6. Six and six. I don't think New England is done. Because I know that's a lot of people are going to take that away from this performance of like, okay, this offense looks dreadful. We finally saw them go up against an elite kind of team. This season, I guess you can argue Miami was an elite team where they faced in week one. They lost that game. But I don't think Miami was really humming like they are right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of the schedule here for New England, now they do have two difficult games that you might just write off as L's, and that is home for the Cincinnati Bengals. Maybe that's an L, but you know Belichick he sometimes cooks up stuff up there yep. for good offenses. And they finished the year at Buffalo, and that's going to be a Buffalo team likely playing for a number one seed. Mm-hmm. So things could get tricky with that one. But the remainder of the schedule is at Arizona winnable. At the Raiders, I think that's winnable. Home for the Dolphins, January first, maybe the weather. Yeah, plays Miami going factor. to cold weather. Yeah, maybe that that could be a game where they could Cause, steal.
5: Because I got I got to tell you, really coming down the stretch, you know we're gonna see really. And look, I think Miami is is better than most projected, but we're gonna see mm-hmm. really how good Miami is. Oh yeah, coming down the stretch because this schedule, like they had to have to, to beat down Houston last week. Because look. Two straight road games. You're probably going to stay on the West Coast if you're in Miami. You go to San Francisco this weekend. Then you go to uh, play the Chargers on the road. Then you get Buffalo at home. Then you get Green Bay. Then you're at Buffalo. Yeah, okay, yeah, at Buffalo. So you got three straight road games. Yep. Then you get Green Bay now, you know, is is it going to be Aaron Rodgers or Jordan Love at that point on Christmas
4: Day? All you need is love on Christmas.
5: Yeah, exactly. And look Jordan Love actually wasn't too bad in the second half against against Philadelphia. Then Miami closes at New England and then the Jets at home. So other than Green Bay, they're not gonna be a convincing favorite or even a favorite. Mm in hardly any of these games. And, and look, that game against Buffalo, that's the payback game, of course, too. Because remember, Buffalo lost that game when Buffalo had about 500 yards. They couldn't get the playoff. Ken Dorsey smashes the surface tablet or whatever he had in the booth. as uh, uh, Nick Folk, as uh, Bill Belichick, going to try to make a, uh, a three-score game a two-score game. Uh, with uh, with the field goal. So he does get it down 24 to 10, assuming Nick Folk makes this. He is 0 for
4: one 109. Of does he have he enough leg for 39?
5: Yeah, he, he does tonight. Folk, yeah. Uh, just, just there clear you go. It. Yeah, there so we uh, go. 24 to 10. So if you had uh, any aspersions of uh, or any uh, indication that you might get a backdoor cover, <clears throat> that got absolutely slammed shut. So now 24 <laughs> yeah. to 10 as, uh, you know, now they're now they're they're recapping all all the playoff pictures and whatnot. Mm. Yeah, so so many so many different scenarios Just, here. So New England not out of this though, but no, you know you you don't want to you don't want to lose these at home. There's still a chance, but you're going to have to get a couple on the road.
4: Have you played around with the and it's my favorite tool and my favorite toy, honestly. Every time we get into the month of December, but ESPN has it. and Other sites have them as well but uh, I just like their interface a little bit better. But it's the uh, the NFL playoff machine. I have not. It, it is a fascinating tool to where you kind of play around with some scenarios and see what the playoff matchups might be. And it's just pretty simple. You just pick every single game, the remainder of these five weeks, and just pick the winner. And it'll kind of c- calculate all the standings and the tiebreakers. It's all built in, so you don't have to do any of that thought process. And it can show you what the playoff might be if the scenario goes how you think it might go. Mm-hmm. And through that, I think you can actually gain some and make some valuable bets just based on because yeah. I feel like oftentimes the futures market doesn't really reflect what's to come with these schedules. And and it's the way we talk about betting. We're so focused on that given week. When you step aside and actually look at the big picture of some of these games and for some of these teams and what's ahead for them to end the year, maybe you can find a team that's at some plus money. Like There's a bet that I made mm-hmm. and it has a good chance of not hitting, but I thought if this team is ascending – and shows what they showed this past week, and it can get better. Now it's going to start with this weekend. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, a team that nobody's talking about to be playing in the playoffs. Yeah. Now they're going to have to win some games and beat some teams that they haven't proven they can beat just yet. But I do think that they're getting better play from Trevor Lawrence. And if you think about the way the Jags have been bet early on in the season, this is a team that the analytics people have loved quite a bit. And the sharp bettors have loved in the betting market. The Jags have always been rated pretty highly. There has to be a reason for that. And I think one of the reasons is that they have a pretty good quarterback who's young, makes some mistakes, but yeah. when he's on, he can be really good. You have a Super Bowl-winning head coach, a locker room that is buying in to what Doug Peterson is selling, mm-hmm. a division that's not very difficult either. Right. Who's to say they can't steal a game from Tennessee? Yeah. Like, like This Jags team, I think, is kind of laying in the in the weeds right now. It's potentially, if they, especially if they win on Sunday against the Lions, maybe they can throw their hat into the playoff contending yeah.
5: mix. Laying in the cut. Laying in the cut. <laughs>
4: exactly.
5: You look and and there's always a couple of these teams late in the season that may mm-hmm. not have enough to make the playoffs, but they sign up to play all eighteen weeks or oh, yeah. seventeen games in eighteen weeks, I should say. So yeah, you know, just because a team is eliminated. Don't necessarily think. Okay, they're just gonna they're just gonna throw in the towel and they're ready to you know make their tea time. So a team like Jacksonville, I do think, is a very good candidate for that because that's a team that had a very disastrous year last year and an overall miserable experience of a season. They're gonna keep trying as a. Uh, Buffalo not going to keep trying to uh, move the ball down the field as it doesn't look like uh, Bill Belichick going to use those three timeouts. Give <laughs> like me I, the hell out of yeah, here! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Once he kicked that field goal, he was like, <laughs> "I'm done." Yeah, they allow 24 tonight. When they allow more than 17, 0 and five. When they have you know uh, 17 or fewer, six and zero. So that defense has to be so good because that offense just it's, they just don't now. they just don't generate enough points and you know. and and. uh, you know against a team like this and you know hindsight's always 2020 when you kind of think about it it totally it totally made sense even though you know, i was on the uh, patriots tonight just because i was wondering okay how road are the bills that was one of the main reasons i played this too and plus you get a good defense with points at home more often than not i'm going to mm-hmm. take that but uh buffalo now wins three in a row first time they've done that in new england since 92 uh, to 1994 so uh Uh, look good show for Buffalo they get Mm -hmm. right back on track and uh, I believe uh, yeah let's see where they are yeah they'd be nine they'd be nine and three so they temporarily take the lead over the Miami Dolphins by a half a game Miami of course if they can win in San Francisco not an easy task can uh, stay that because Miami does have the tiebreaker right now but they are getting that rematch December 18th and I do think the Bills are going to be super, fo- you know, super focused. Oh, I yeah. mean, they were going to be anyway, but it's a division game.
4: Probably be in prime time. Yeah, they they It'll are be... they are
5: going to be wanting to get at Miami because I was on Miami that day, and the Stand Bills here. were clearly the better team. And, of course, that was a game where Tua was, you know, got shaken yeah. up. Should he have been put back out there? I thought there his back locked debate. up. Yeah, his back. Yeah, it wasn't yep. his back. Wasn't that uh, yeah, back the fact that up. he was uh, he was uh, doing a, a lot of funny dances? Uh <laughs> On the field, not of his own volition. So, uh, time now has expired. Twenty-four to ten, Buffalo gets the win. Game goes under the total uh, fairly easily, at forty-four.
4: Second half under, bang. Second
5: half under win. So, yeah, I ended up going three and one in the football game. The Allen prop gets there, just lose the side. But uh, unfortunately, I made basketball
4: bets, and that makes it a negative night. Yeah, they sometimes they will take the wins in the football yes. though. Uh, as Buffalo now regains that lead in the AFC East. But just to circle back real quick here on the uh, the playoff uh, implications and some of these teams that might be kind of dark horse runs that they can make in uh, December here. Uh, so I bet on Jacksonville plus 700, but to kind of further that point, last year, around this time last year, the Las Vegas Raiders were reeling. They were 6-7 and seven heading into the final four weeks of the season. They ended up ripping off four straight wins, getting to get the playoffs. Now, they didn't do anything in the playoffs. Right. They lost to the Cincinnati Bengals. But that just goes to show you that there's there are teams that are kind of just bubbling on the surface that might be able to get to the postseason that we're not really talking about right now. I would keep an eye on those teams and uh, see if you can find some valuable bets as we head down the stretch run. All right. We'll come back and recap the game some more on the other side. This is V-CENT Live Bet Tonight.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Family Ababafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: Welcome back. This is Veasan Live Bet tonight, coming to you from the Veasan Studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Spend me and Bebefe alongside Wes Reynolds uh, just wrapping up Thursday night football. The Bills defeat the Patriots twenty-four to ten as Buffalo gets its first win in the division this season. Now one and two in the AFC East, they improved to nine and three as the Patriots fall to six and six. Twenty-four to ten was a score once again. Um, this game. Not as close as the score indicates, in my opinion, mm-hmm. at least. Uh, Buffalo 355 total yards, New England 242, but it was just a complete domination uh, from start to finish. Yeah, for the uh, the Super Bowl favorites here.
5: Yeah, New England just they just couldn't move the ball down the field with any uh, regularity, and just not a big play offense in general. And uh, Buffalo, uh, you know, got down seven to three after New England had really their one big play of the game, and then it was all Bills really from there on out uh got some pressure on mac jones really stifled the patriots running game except for that one drive when they were down 17-7 to where the uh, patriots uh uh and uh, end up uh not scoring there they were uh, moving the ball i think uh, jones took a sack got him out of field goal range so josh allen uh you know once again gets it done here does go under his yards. so i think he finished at what uh 223 yeah, but see yep two touchdowns uh uh, I don't believe he did. I don't believe he had a turnover tonight. So he had been. turnover. He, well, he had the fumble. Oh, the fumble. That's yeah. right on the sack. Yeah, you're right. You're right on that from uh, Uchi. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, gotta. You know, that's something that obviously has to be rectified as much as much as it can possibly be. But, you know, Buffalo go on the road, and and this was not necessarily an easy spot either. Uh, this was not an easy spot at all for the Buffalo Bills. No, because. They've been on the road essentially three games because remember they had to play that game against Cleveland in Detroit. They stayed in Detroit, played the Lions on Thanksgiving. And then you know, yeah, you got to go back home, but you have to go back on the road essentially for a third straight week. That's not an easy spot. So uh, Buffalo goes to nine and three, New England goes to six and six. I don't want to count New England out necessarily. No, I would if, not I, And I'm not going to because they still think they have a very good defense. But if you look at the teams that they have beaten, by opposing quarterbacks this year, New England, by the way, is six and six. They've beaten Mitch Trubisky, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, Zach Wilson, Sam Ellinger, Zach Wilson again. Their <laughs> losses have been to Tua, Lamar Jackson, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Fields, Kirk Cousins, Josh Allen. So at least five of those six are I I would consider top ten quarterbacks in yeah. the league. Yeah. No, I mean,
4: that's sometimes it's that simple. Yeah. And New England, they just, they're a team that's going to play to and, their ceiling every and, single and, time. And
5: against a lot of these teams, I mean, against a team like Buffalo, you're going to have to score points. Yep. You're Not going to be Buffalo 17, 16 to 13. You're just not going to do that. I mean, they're going to get at least something on the board and you know, that's the name of the game. And that's what keeps these teams from competing with the Buffaloes in the Kansas cities. You can't we 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 said that stat. I think what was it? Uh, over over seventeen points. Or if you hold an opponent under seventeen points, you're six and zero. Oh, if they score more than seventeen, oh and five. Seventeen's not that many points. <laughs> no, it's in, not in this modern day National Football League when the rules are really designed to help the defense pretty much. So. Yeah, but uh, New England, uh, I don't—they're not out of it because of their defense. And plus, I don't know if anybody in that wild card chase other than Buffalo. Assuming Buffalo or Miami is going to be that wild card spot because two teams can't win the AFC East. But when you look at the six and seven, maybe Cincinnati starts to get away. But you know, how are the Jets going to handle the pressure now that they're actually playing for something? That's going to be an interesting team to watch. The Chargers, you know, the Chargers, Charger—that's what they do. They'll They'll win, they win one, they lose yeah. one. They win one, they lose one. So, I don't think they're pulling away. And then uh, I think, obviously, that Mendoza line right there on the AFC playoff picture is at number nine where the Patriots would be now updating that to six and six. Uh, all those teams beneath, I think, are probably out of it. Now, maybe Jacksonville goes on a run. I don't think Jacksonville is going to win five in a row. No. I don't or, think or you know, or, or six in a row, rather. but. There a couple of those teams, Jacksonville and the Raiders and even Pittsburgh, you know, they, but the, these are teams that are playing hard. So there's no real dreck there with the exception yeah. of maybe Houston and the Denver Broncos. Yeah.
4: The, the thing that Jacksonville has in their favor is that they still have two against Tennessee. So right, while the Titans right now have a three game lead, if the, mm-hmm. the, the Jacks were somehow able to sweep them. Yeah. It could get real interesting mm-hmm. in that AFC side. Oh, absolutely. Now, now, I don't absolutely. think they're. I think they're probably going to split. Yeah, me personally. I don't yeah, think it's like, like mathematically,
5: sweet, when I say it's over, it's not tech, no, technically. But, I mean, but you know, logic would tell you, man, it's going to be hard take, take for those lot. teams. Like, like I mean, like the Colts Monday night, they're done. I and mean, when they when they lost yeah. Pittsburgh and uh, Jeff Saturday took That's those timeouts one. with him, they were done. So. There.
4: Uh, but it's interesting because we've talked about the New England side of things and the AFC wildcard playoff picture, but. I From a future standpoint, this might be the time to potentially get in on the Buffalo Bills because uh, I want to read off the rest of their schedule here because they had this stretch that you outlined, the three straight road games pretty much. It was technically a home game against Cleveland, but it was played in Detroit. So they've been away from Western New York for three straight weeks. Now they have 10 days off, and they get the two revenge spots coming up, home for the Jets, home for the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. Then they finish the year at the Bears, at the Bengals, versus the Patriots. At most, I think maybe one loss. Like this could be thirteen and four. Yeah. And the thing to keep in mind with the Buffalo Bills is they do have the tiebreaker against Kansas City, because they went into Arrowhead Mm -hmm. earlier this season and beat the Chiefs. So if they end up with the same record, Buffalo would be the number one seed. And they also
5: have it against the Baltimore Ravens, which was the team I was gonna point to, which is the team I bet. And I had them in a bet already in the summer, but I would I recommended a bet during uh the mid-season. Remember, I think it was a Monday night game when they beat New Orleans. New Orleans, yep. And then they had a bye. And then it's like, okay, they got Carolina and then at Jacksonville. Now, now you know <laughs> yeah. that they're going to lose probably one of these games. Because whenever you go check, and check, 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 check yeah. WWW, they're always going to blow one. But if you look at, at Baltimore in this schedule, they have Denver at home, at mm-hmm. Pittsburgh, at Cleveland, which might be what Deshaun Watson's uh, second, second or start, third,
4: second or third start. I think. Yeah, it could and, be tricky if Watson's yeah, humming, that then yeah. becomes tricky.
5: Atlanta at home, Pittsburgh, and at Cincinnati. So my point being, of the last six games, they only play one game team with the winning record, mm-hmm. and that's the uh, game at, at Cincinnati where they hung on on that Sunday Night Football game, nineteen to seventeen. Tucker, uh, Mister Automatic, with the field goal at the end at the wire. So. Baltimore has a pretty easy schedule, but, boy, losing losing that game to Buffalo. And, and yeah. remember, you know, the decision where, uh, where they went for it and, and didn't take the three, which I actually supported. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't think you're going to stop these guys. I think you got to get seven here. And Lamar did the one thing that he couldn't do. He threw an interception in the end zone. And, look, if he would have just thrown it away, then Buffalo takes over on the two. So maybe there's a chance, you know, that if you pinned him deep, there's a better chance you're going to stop him rather than touchback coming out to the 25. Mm-hmm. I mean, Buffalo at the end was taking knees, yeah. you know, to just set up to just set up for the winning field goal. So uh, uh, Josh Allen uh, now on set in the Ryan Fitzpatrick jersey. That's a way to ingratiate <laughs> yourself it. here on the uh, post game show, I believe. Uh, Fitzpatrick gave him a little autograph uh, on the back there, but uh, nevertheless. Uh, 9-3 and three Buffalo Bills.
4: Now, it is interesting, though, because their schedule, just the way that it sets up, like you mentioned, like, they're probably going to lose or so to one of these teams. Maybe maybe it's at the Bengals on a Monday night there because that'll be, a, I'm sure, a hopped-up environment in Cincinnati where they're trying to make themselves known as a contender, so maybe that's where you lose. So if they finish 13-4, and four, and if you look at Kansas City schedule, now, I think Kansas City has their hands full on Sunday. I know you said that you leaned to the Chiefs winning that game. If the Chiefs were to lose, they fall to 9-3. and three. The problem, though, is that where else will the Chiefs lose? Because Kansas City's schedule the rest of the way is yeah. at Denver, at Houston, home Seattle, home Denver, at Las Vegas. Yeah. So it, it's tough to find the fourth loss for Kansas City. Now it's the NFL. Anything can happen. Maybe Seattle goes in there and is frisky and Geno Smith puts up 40 points. Who knows? But it's hard to find that fourth loss, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. If, if the Chiefs don't lose – on Sunday to the Cincinnati Bengals, it's a good chance the Chiefs are the number one seed in the AFC. However, yep. if they do lose, I do think it opens things up back for Buffalo to where maybe some of those plus 250s to win the AFC, plus 450 mm-hmm. to win the Super Bowl, those become – they're not long shots or anything, and it's not the juiciest of prices, but maybe those become smart bets to make.
5: No, absolutely. And, and then I wanted to turn to the hot team right now, which is the Cincinnati Bengals. Now they get Kansas City at home, but mm-hmm. then they get Cleveland at home. They got to go to Tampa. Got to go to New England. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on a Christmas Eve on a Saturday, and then they get Buffalo and Baltimore home. So that's a tough schedule. That's very tough. That's a tough nut for Cincinnati, I think, to run the table
4: here. Yeah, I don't see them running the table.
5: And I, I mean, they're going to get a wild card, I think, I, and be very I, I dangerous, think, but I don't see them winning the division either.
4: I think the division actually comes down to week 18. Yep. I think it's – Cincinnati hosting Baltimore, winner of that wins the AFC. North. Right. Look, they've been
5: impressive. They've been on a great spread run. Remember, this team started 0-2. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, they, they've they gotten on a roll. And, and, you know, we've seen that they've been covering games as well. We'll see if they can do it again against the Kansas City Chiefs.
4: It's going to be fascinating stuff in the AFC. Uh, also fascinating in the NFC as well. We'll touch on that a little bit in the next segment here. But once again, the Buffalo Bills went ahead – and defeated the New England Patriots 24-10 as they improved to 9-3 on the season. Come on back with us. We'll talk some more playoff picture here on v Live Bet Tonight.
3: This is v Live Bet Tonight with Femi Ababafei and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on v the sports betting network.
4: Watch football with a little more on the line by playing free in the Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com Guinness, set your lineup, and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness, made of more. In terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply, see DraftKings.com for the details. Welcome back. This is Veasan Live Bet tonight. Femi Befe alongside Wes Reynolds. Uh, we were actually talking during the break a little bit about the uh, the World Cup match that's coming up here mm-hmm. on Saturday, Netherlands against the United States, round of sixteen. And this time it's for real. Knockout stage, win or go home. This way out for the World Cup here. So uh, watch parties. They're gonna be bumping, Wes. Yeah, There's yeah a yeah, lot yeah. going on here it's in really Vegas. Busy.
5: weekends uh, and and you know i think mostly they open at seven on saturday but might open a little bit earlier i think yeah. uh, with some interest i could see some of these books opening at six uh to get there by the way the match does start at seven pacific and yes. not six uh, yeah they were gonna get me they're gonna uh, rope you in they were gonna get jokes. me and say yeah hey, you gotta wake <laughs> up and watch the full pregame show and you got to watch uh you know Usually, usually, what my alarm <laughs> clock is on Saturday, Femi, because you, I, I I sleep with the television on. You know, some people yeah. like it off, some people like the white noise, but I usually have something on, and more often than not, it's ESPN or it's news or something. Saturday morning, I wake up. You know, my alarm clock though, it's not a like a normal thing. It's the it's the uh, the uh, former uh, Peloton instructor <laughs> that is on ESPN <laughs> College Sims. Game Day by the name of Jess Sims, and and uh, she she she's had about twenty cups of coffee already and i'm
4: uh, they're fired up out there reese i'm like no <laughs> no this is too I was early gonna, i was gonna say i was like is it gonna be the theme song of game day the whole like we're coming to your city kind of thing to yeah, your that, city
3: exactly yeah they, they, they were
5: they were they were asking you to uh are you gonna have your cowboy hat for the rodeo man and be like a <laughs> cowboy troy with big and rich if you want a little <laughs> bang and yin, ying yang. yang. Yin. <laughs> We're yeah, is, coming that, is that to, the lyrics? I'll, yes, I wondered, think so. I've always wondered it's what the hell the like lyrics that. are. I uh, was like, what
4: are they saying? Well, I, I remember keep... they
5: they had that the hit, the uh, Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy.
4: Okay, so it's the same group. I didn't know that yeah, was the same
5: big group. And, big and Rich, uh, right. they are doing that. Uh, right. But uh, apparently some changes uh, coming to game day. Is a friend of the network, Chris the Bear Felica, mm-hmm. Might be uh, joining the other Saturday college football pregame show, that being yeah. the Fox uh, noon kickoff. So, yeah, folks
4: at the New but, York Post, but
5: Bear, or... but Bear will still be—I uh, believe—he'll still be allowed to appear on uh, well, this fine network.
4: Well, maybe uh, tomorrow when humans and those guys are doing Saturday bet prep. Well, yeah, who by the way, the buy. Bears they, right in the mix. He should maybe ask him on the air. Yeah, maybe break some news.
5: Yes, I, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if Bear is a guest. I'll text Matt tonight. But yeah. of course. Uh, the uh, Saturday bet prep back at its normal time, uh, nine Pacific, twelve Eastern. Uh, and uh, you know, last week we lost uh, Chris Zanuck. so uh, Brian Edwards on the to the competition. This week. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're yeah we didn't lose. He's still alive and well, by the way, everybody. So yeah, the you way know, you said it, it's not, like not to he's alarm still anybody. Alive. Lost him from the. Com- I'm glad you clarified that. <laughs> he he is uh, he is alive and kicking. Uh, yeah. So knock on uh, whatever uh-huh. this yeah table is made of, but there, anywho, underneath anywho yeah we've got the uh the contest tomorrow drop one each week and then they get down to the final eight bear right there in the mix i believe doug mm-hmm. kazarian of espn uh his current colleague still in the lead chuck Edel, james salinas those guys have all been top four all season
4: yeah yeah the, the it's a cast of uh characters for the uh circa football invitational make sure you tune into that tomorrow night uh right now in college hoops though Wes, i know you're sweating uh you're sweating this washington and oregon state game is that correct i
5: I did not bet it i would i I was going to bet oregon state though because uh look the huskies uh huskies by the way they won a it was it was a four-team tournament though it wasn't three days they won that wooden legacy uh uh did uh, go ahead and beat saint mary's which was a nice win for them (laughs) And they go home, they end up uh, having a big second half. Seattle played them tight for the first half, but then the second half, like I say, bet against these teams in the first half off these holiday tournament wins because sometimes they're slow in that first 20 minutes. But uh, UW uh, in the Pac-12 road opener tonight, mm-hmm. they were, I believe, laying five. It is now 48-42, 11.03 left to go. Uh, we have already seen an upset in the Pac-12 tonight, of course, with the Arizona Wildcats who looked at Unbeatable, But, you know, y- y- they would do some shooting regression and just some offensive regression in general. Craig Smith and those guys take care of business, 81-66. Another one, uh, Arizona State hangs on at the end. Colorado, I was kind of watching it in the corner, and we were concentrating on the uh, Thursday night football game. Colorado at a Dirt Fest there at the end. I can't really describe it, but they absolutely <laughs> blew the game to Arizona State. Arizona State covers this five-point underdog, so uh, Bobby Hurley's guys uh, out to a decent start, even though they're they're usually missing somebody due to suspension or injury. So that is going on. Also, what is going on at uh, at the farm, Maple Pavilion, is a beatdown, and that's UCLA, 50 to 29. Yeah. At half, we are just underway in the second half. Trojans were laying six and a half pregame. And then a uh, tie ball game up in yeah, Eugene. Do you, do you
4: have anything in this one? 32-32?
5: Le- I, 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 leaned, I leaned Cougars. I ended up
4: okay. not betting these. Uh, you well, know. The, well, the, the second half line, we can always dive in on that right now. Oregon's laying three and a half. I'm seeing a total yeah. 71 and a
5: half. Or, Oregon, uh, Oregon has been a little bit shorthanded. Uh, they oh, were, so a bit, they were a lay. little bit shorthanded. In in, in the PK-80, so, uh, you know, three and four. Dana Altman is really having to go to this 2-3 zone almost exclusively, really to preserve bodies uh, because Oregon, uh, very shorthanded. So, uh, God, man, conference play already starting. Pac-12 already starting. Like, we got Big Ten games this weekend because you're going to have a real full. This is the first, like, real massive Saturday, by the way, of college basketball because, of course, Very limited in terms of college football, just a few conference championship games. So, uh, big card on Saturday and a lot of conference games going on across the country.
4: No, most definitely there. So, uh, we'll see what happens in the remainder of these Pac-12, a little late-night action. This is just a little preview of what's to come here, Mm -hmm. coming down the stretch, especially once we turn the calendar to the year 2023 and college basketball really starts to take center stage as we get down to just playoff football. And only about four games or so per weekend. God, that's such a sad time, man. I, I, as as much as I'm excited for the playoffs, and I'm I'm, I'm excited to cash mm-hmm. some some season long bets and all those tickets, because those things tie up the bankroll for so long. I'm gonna miss these uh these full slates of NFL. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna miss them. Yeah, and, and it is it is a lot of work. But it's fun work to, to try to keep up with the league and handicap it, but, but it's ending. like an abrupt ending which you kick And then just one thing that tied G's. us over
5: for the holidays, of course, we have bowl season. I know. We do get I that. know the bowls. You know they. Oh, they don't matter. They do. They do matter. Number well, you one, can still number catch one, one they, they matter behind here, <laughs> yeah. and they matter on this network. Uh, I believe we're probably going to do a bowl betting guide. I'm assuming. Yeah. So, uh, I think uh, next Sunday or this upcoming That's Sunday, upcoming I should we'll say, know. We're gonna know who the playoff is and then you're gonna get all the the bowl fill-ins who's gonna be playing in the Boca Raton bowl and the Independence Bowl and, and all of these different bowl games and see if we got enough eligible or if they gotta go to the APR list because I think I think New Mexico State actually has five wins, they scheduled an extra game to try to get themselves bowl eligible. So how about Valparaiso of Ooh. the FCS coming out there to play New Mexico State? Buffalo who had a game canceled, they're five and five. So you got an Akron team, by the way, that is one and nine who has to go on the road to finish their season in, in that makeup game. So, uh, you know, lots at stake here. Teams trying to get bowl eligible and, uh, you know, get all those bowl matchups. And really the main thing to handicap, obviously in bowls, if you've never done it before, it's all about motivation. Who's happy Mm -hmm. to be there? You know, who in those couple weeks, you know, did everybody, you know, get their grades and study for their exams, pass their classes? Did these guys get a little lazy in the weight room, maybe eat a little bit because they're not practicing every single day? So that's what you want to look for with the Bulls. You know, who is really motivated to be here and who cares? You know, (laughs) sometimes you get that big-time premium team that goes to a lower-tier bowl, and they don't give a damn about it. Yeah. And then the team that maybe hadn't been to a bowl in a few years, they care, and they care bigly.
4: Well, what did you make of uh, Ohio State, the report coming out, that they don't want to go to the Rose Bowl if they don't make the college football playoff?
5: I I mean, I don't know. That makes me mad because I've won. <laughs> I I've won say, it. Yeah, you, I, you just <laughs> set me off here because – I'm an Indiana University graduate. They have not been to the Rose Bowl since 1968. I've never been to the Rose Bowl because I said, I'm not going to go until Indiana makes the Rose Bowl, which mm-hmm. means I may never go. But but anyway. <laughs> you, know, you never know. Yeah, now Ohio State, eh, we don't want to get in the Rose Bowl. Piss <laughs> off. Are you kidding me? I'd give my right arm to go to the freaking Rose Bowl if I'm losing IU football as I have watched. <laughs> throughout my entire adult life and also into my childhood. So, you know, I know Ohio State went there last year, but it's like Mm -hmm. I remember Pete Carroll when he was the USC head coach. He goes, well, when they asked him about the playoff and the BCS when that was still around, he goes, our goal every year is to go to Rose Bowl. Yeah, That's your goal if you're a big 10 or Or a Pac-12 team. That's your goal. So, um, typical Ohio State. Typical, yeah. typical arrogant Ohio State. Yeah, the Rose Bowl. That's not. We don't care about the Rose Bowl. I mean, they were kind of mailing it in through
4: parts of last year's Rose Bowl. Well, uh, Yeah, so, so I, still I, I, the had,
5: I had the Utes, and I thought <laughs> the Utes were gonna. That was one. That was probably the best bowl game of the bunch. actually, hundred oh, percent. That saved that the was
4: bowl a season. Great
5: game. Uh, so uh, it,
4: it really saved bowl season. You know, <laughs> we'll,
5: we'll we'll see who ends up uh, playing in the granddaddy of them all, and that to me is a Big Ten kid. The Rose Bowl was always the number one bowl for
4: me. Yep. You watch all that cold football all fall and winter. Then you get the nice little uh, Pasadena sun. Get the parade, the
5: whole deal. Yeah.
4: Looks like it might be Washington-Penn State uh, if chalk prevails coming up on Friday. We'll wrap up the show on the other side. This is V-CIN Live Bet Tonight.
6: Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abemafe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: The VSIM Cyber Monday deal has been extended. Breaking news on that one, huh? Sign up today to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber and you'll get a daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive daily betting reports, plus our upcoming College Bowl and Super Bowl betting guides. New VEASAN Pro annual subscribers get a $30 credit to the VEASAN store. The VEASAN store is a great place to shop for VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. Hurry, this is an extended Cyber Monday offer, and it's not going to last long. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is the final segment of VEASAN Live Bet tonight. He's Wes Reynolds. I'm Femi at Bebefe. We're kicking it at the Circo Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. Uh, at the top of the hour following our show will be the Greg Peterson experience with our buddy Greg Peterson as he wraps up the day in sports here. But as we wrap up the show here, Wes, um, wanted to talk a little as we'll pivot back to the NFL uh, about the NFC playoff picture. We did a little bit of AFC work with the Bills defeating the Patriots earlier tonight, 24-10. to 10. Buffalo now 9-3. and three. New England 6-6, six and six, still in the hunt of the AFC playoff picture. But the NFC playoff picture, I think, is going to start to kind of crystallize over the next three weeks, especially with the wild card, as we have the Commanders and Giants playing each other twice in a three-week span, starting in the Meadowlands on Sunday. Giants right now 2.5-point dogs against Washington. How do you see that game playing out, and ultimately, which of these teams—and it could be both, might be neither—do you think makes the playoffs? Right, and and
5: look at uh, you know uh, Seattle right now, the the odd team out at six and five. So the three wild card would be Dallas, Giants, and Washington. The entire uh, <laughs> NFC it's East. It's a dream for the
4: networks. <laughs> you know,
5: I, I I mean, and I look at the Giants and Washington. They they you know when you first look at the standings here, they've allowed more points than they've scored. Not a huge margin, but usually you don't make the playoffs uh doing it doing it that way. But yeah, Washington has gotten a little bit of a rally with 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 Taylor Heineke. And look, Taylor Heineke, you know, even Terry McLaurin, his uh, you know, star target said it best, plays every game like it's his last. So that's either a really, really good thing or a really, really bad thing. And sometimes it's it's, it's both because, you know, Heineke is a guy that can turn the ball over you know sometimes and uh sometimes he can make big plays and that's not something that you you, you know you really saw early this year out of Carson Wentz so uh mm-hmm. uh Washington uh I I mean I'm not sure who the better team is I think just on looking at it just on seeing the total at 40 40 and a half that would look to be a teaser game and remember what I always say about like teaser games uh the long teasers are the best and that's teasing through the 3 and the 7 either upwards or downwards. Mm-hmm. But they have more value when the total is lower because we talked about a game earlier because I think people are going to be like, "Oh, I want to tease up Cincinnati." No, don't do it that. It doesn't have as much value when the total is 53 or 52 and a half and against these high-powered offenses which neither of these two teams are, Washington and the Giants. So Teasing the Giants up makes absolute sense, even though I think the Giants, you know, they had been living lucky. And you kind of saw that against Detroit, uh, you know, where, where they got beat at home. They probably should have lost to Houston the week before or at least shouldn't have covered. And then they get a, you know, very fortunate backdoor against Dallas on Thanksgiving. So that's why I think you're seeing the commanders really as the road favorites here at uh, uh, the uh, Giants stadium.
4: It is a very good teaser game. I've actually teased it. I haven't done a ton of teasers this year. I think I've probably put in about four or five teasers. Mm-hmm. Um, I've just been kind of laying off of them, just because I don't really like to pay. I don't. I don't do. Ones. I don't do them every week. Yeah, I mean, no, you got to
5: get the right numbers for it. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's been like once or two, maybe one and a half, two per month or so this season for me. But uh, I teased this game. I teased it with the Ravens. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are going to have that teaser tease Baltimore down to two and a mm-hmm. half. Giants well, up to eight and te- a half. Teasing,
5: kind of I get. I guess it was. Uh, I, I saw a stat. Teasing six points against Denver. You've never lost <laughs> this season. Every tease. I I, wow. I I I teased against Denver last week because I had the Carolina Panthers mm-hmm. teased up uh, as home underdog. So you know, it, it, I mean, it makes absolute sense. I think to tease the Ravens off that bad loss. I, yeah. De- Denver seems to be. DoA. So I actually think that that's a very good teaser. There's a couple other teaser legs out there too. Maybe, uh, you know, uh, just looking at this, uh, maybe Cleveland. uh, But I don't think that that's necessarily a great leg.
4: There's too much variance in that game.
5: But, I mean, I understand why people would want to do it. One on the road at Houston. You know, Houston, they can easily beat these guys. But – What if Watson sucks? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly, uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, because a lot of these like long teaser legs are with high-scoring games, like Jaguars-Lions. I have no idea what's going to happen in that game. I, so I can't really be convincing, because both those teams have been playing pretty solid football. I don't really want to go against either of them. So that game, then there's the Chargers and the Raiders. That total is 50-and-a-half, 50 51. So anything can happen in that game. Uh, the Chargers can go chargering, as we say. And then yep. now the Raiders have, have won two in a row, so it's like, okay, you know, is there something here with the Raiders? And
4: and, and I don't know about that. Yeah, that's going to be an entertaining game, but it's also the game that I do not want to bet. Like, that Chargers-Raiders game, and then also the Cleveland-Houston game, are the yeah. two that I just yeah, stay in a the, way.
5: These are unpredictable. And honestly, the way I play those games, and it's looking like the market agrees, when you get teams that are on the periphery of either being eliminated from the playoff chase or essentially are eliminated from the playoff chase, more often than not, I'm going to be on overs for totals. So you've already seen Cleveland and Houston. That has moved from 44 to about 47. Jacksonville, Detroit, 49.5 to 51. Those are two 4-and-7 teams, not mathematically eliminated, but certainly more than likely Not going to be in the playoffs. So, uh, you know, what do I call it? Happy action fun time (laughs) when you get these two teams that are bad because it it takes more effort to play defense, you know. So it's not like they're really fighting for a spot or positioning like the commanders and giants, and that's why you see that get bet to the under. That was uh, 42 on the opener, now seeing as low as
4: 40 in the market. Uh, But back to the playoff picture side of this thing, because I think if Washington wins on Sunday, they're in a really good position because they'll have the bye week and then they'll host the Giants the following week there. So they have this kind of back-to-back game split in with the bye week in between. In terms of the futures market and the top of the board in the NFC, Philly's plus 250, San Francisco's plus 275, Dallas four to one, Vikings plus 650, Tampa plus 850. Then it's a significant drop off all the way down to Seattle at 25 to 1, Commanders 35 to 1. Is there a bet that you think that you would want to make here? Like if somebody gave you $100 and said, Wes, you got to bet on one of these teams, or maybe you can divvy it up across the board. And but this how is just you, to win
5: the NFC, to right? To win the NFC. Uh, I mean, look, I I think San Francisco, but now I think that that's got the word on the streets got now because they were kind of the under the radar one. I do have a Super Bowl future on them and also the Minnesota Vikings. Those are the only two I have right now, but Mm -hmm. I would probably be looking at maybe San Francisco because Philadelphia is obviously priced, you know, as as the favorite here, but I would be looking San Francisco or Dallas. Mm. I think Dallas, you know, D- Dallas, they always kind of leave you wanting more because yep. I don't know if we have seen their best football yet. I don't think so. And I think they're deep.
4: They're deep I guess defenses. maybe the Vikings game. I guess. Yeah, That's yeah, that, that was the, probably yeah, the their Vikings
5: best game. game. That was kind of like a mix of both, where it's like, you know, the, the that was the rare spot, I think, Femi, where not only the betting market and then the quote unquote analytics guys and the numbers guys. Agreed because remember, there was that DVOA disparity of four mm-hmm. versus 17 overall. Dallas at Minnesota, market was telling you that market was telling you who they liked the odds makers were with Dallas, kind of what they were doing, I think, with Cincinnati at Tennessee. So, I think Dallas, I, I just think this is a team that can run the ball and they can play defense. And even in the modern day NFL, where you throw it all over the place, still got to run the football and play defense. Yeah, and 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 those teams still do very well in the playoffs and can still win Super Bowl. So I would be looking a little bit at 49ers and Cowboys. I know you're probably thinking Tampa Bay. That maybe there's one more in- I, I
4: I don't I don't think I would bet it. I, I mean like But I mean, you t- think that they're kinda dangerous. I think they're a little bit dangerous just because I have the respect that I have for Tom Brady. Um, and when you get to the playoffs, maybe they're a little bit healthier on that offensive line and you still don't want that guy walking into your building come playoff time because we've seen him break a lot of hearts over two plus decades. So, I wouldn't be signing up to play the Bucks, mm-hmm. but I get where people are coming from with how they've looked so far. And, this and, year. and
5: it almost seems, I mean, you know, now when I say that, Atlanta's only a half game back in the loss column, but exactly. it doesn't seem, though, like Atlanta's coming to get Tampa Bay. I think so. This is Tampa Bay having a really, I think, it. stumble down the stretch. <laughs> it would have to and, and they're not that great. I no. mean, they're five and six for a reason, but. I, you know, it's just like they would really, I think you have to stumble and blow it, like you said, down the stretch to uh, give Atlanta even a chance.
4: I think when you look at the odds for the NFC, it feels like there's not a whole lot of variance as to who's going to win that conference yeah. versus in the AFC. Where there's four or five teams that you is. feel could
5: come out Kansas City, yes. Buffalo, Baltimore, Cincinnati maybe Miami man yeah. and look Tennessee was the number one seed last year I guess we can't discount them
4: I think one of those non-division winners can maybe upset the apple cart in the AFC I don't really see that being the thing in the NFC but only time will tell as we uh, head to the last five weeks of this NFL season that does it for us here this evening for West Reynolds I'm Femi Bebfe. for our producer Brian Ortega and the entire crew behind the glass we wish you all the best of luck coming up next the Greg Peterson experience here on VSIN the sports betting network
2: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity Voice Remote.
1: What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.